Okay. We're recording. <laughs> I not only forgot my microphone, I also forgot my glasses. So. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> Just a moment. Tiny one, if you want something, you have... Okay, go ask Daddy for it, because Mommy's working now. Mommy's working! Work! Work, 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 work! <laughs> okay, no. No, this is not gonna work. Uno momento, elevator music. <laughs> off to an amazing start as per usual anyways what? how are we doing oh wait welcome let's go back again welcome back to oddities i'm kelly i'm cassie and welcome back to strange town all of our social media and everything that's wonderful and amazing is linked down below follow us buy our merch shout out to our wonderful amazing Lindsay bidwell for all of our her amazing designs that mm-hmm. she's made for us because mm-hmm. They're just so freaking cool. We uploaded some more stuff this week. I love them. Um, I'm in love with them. I'm in love with them so much. I love them so much. <laughs> like, just everything. Everything about them. Yes. And um, we're in the new year, so hopefully by now, I'm pretty sure we're probably pumping out some extra content on our probably. Patreon. Probably. So make sure you're following us on there to get some bonus Subscribe. stuff. Yes. I have not heard it said like that, but I like it. It's fancy. You're welcome. Consider yourself blessed. All the way, uh, all the way. Also, by the way, not all the way. It works. <laughs> all the way. We, just FYI, everybody, subscribing to our Patreon, you can do that for as low as a dollar a month. Just FYI. It doesn't it's your need choice. A, it's your choice, and it doesn't need to break the bank. You can put in as much or, well, I don't, I don't want to say as little because I think a dollar is the lowest the you can go. But, but yeah, that's yeah, and that's what's cool, and it doesn't limit you to what you're given. Nope, we don't do it by tiers. Everybody can donate whatever they want, and they all get access to the same shit. And by shit, yep. I mean high quality fun. We're things. all equal here. That's right. That's right. So that's that's what we do. Cassie, uh, I'm just gonna remind you right now, really quick. Yes, we're doing a double episode today. So so Thank save you. something. Thank you. Yes. I was just going to ask, how how ye be? How are we? <laughs> Thank you. We be good. We be good. Ooh, guys, stop. The dogs are playing idiot um, mouth in the background right now. I'm sorry. I can't hear them. There's nothing that can be done. It's, it, it is what it is. It you is. You know, Cassie, you jumped on today, and I immediately recognized that you were in your old bedroom. That's correct. I'm in New Jersey <laughs> this weekend. Again, it's just like it's taken me back to, like, our good old days of Skyping after we knew got off of work and yeah. Good, good times. Memories. Good memories. Good times. Memories. Yeah, I know. It is uh it's always cool to be back here. My parents have uh they've they've refinished my old room, so it's this it's like a very nice, like happy guest room now. So it's kinda weird, but it's it's it. very cool all at once. Like way to go, mom and dad. So Yay for mom and dad. We love to see it. They're fantastic painters. How do I know this? Because they did an awesome job at your house, too. Thank you. They are very good. Uh, We are um, using them (laughs) for their labor (laughs) while they visit us for Christmas. We're going to finish our, like, our half bath downstairs, so. Love that. Painting. Project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How are you? I'm good. We um, had a little bit of an early Christmas yesterday with some family. 
that we're not going to see on Christmas, and it was fun and lovely and good, all good stuff. Um, shockingly enough, they live like 45 minutes from us, and <laughs> the kids on the way home passed out. And I mean, not like just a light nap. Those kids were taking turns snoring. Yes. And I, all I kept thinking was, it's six o'clock. They go to bed at seven. This is going to be a nightmare. We got home. We ate dinner. They went right back to bed. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> I was praising the sleep gods. I was like, I never get this lucky. I'm going to bed now too. <laughs> we love small victories. Maybe yes. That's why I'm like the Energizer Bunny this morning. Maybe. I'm happy for you. I have no caffeine in my system. I'm just like... My brother went as the Energizer Bunny when he was a kid for Halloween. My mom homemade the costume. It was the coolest fucking thing. I love your mom. Uh, like a, a literal goddess on earth. I love her. God bless Lynn Passarella. That's all there is God to it. God bless Lynn. Yeah. Do, do you oh, hear them now? That's a, that's a great noise. That's idiot mouth. Knock it off. Everybody take maybe, a fucking nap. Maybe they just want their own podcast. Maybe it's the whole time would be here, 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 here. <laughs> I would listen to that shit. ASMR, but not like the complete does opposite. Corey, does Corey ever give your dogs the disease? All the time. Yeah, he started that with us, and then every time we do it, we just think of Corey. It's every time. And I don't know why. I have no idea why. But whenever we flip Rufio's ear, somehow Rufio looks like Corey. I, I love that. Yeah, FYI to the listeners, the disease is just flipping the dog's ears inside out. Yep. <laughs> and then and then promptly like flipping them back. So that's that's the disease, and the the uh, subsequent cure for the disease. Well, I'm glad you guys yes. had a good like early Christmas yesterday. I know everybody listening is yeah. like early Christmas. What the fuck? But that's because yeah, we cause we record ahead of time. Right? Yeah, because we're we're taking like the last two weeks of the year off. So. We're, Which is weird. We're establishing a backlog. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it, but it's also just gonna be a welcome break that I need now that school. No, done. it's gonna, it's gonna be welcome for both of us and like yeah. a good recharge to set into the new year when it becomes the new year. Sorry, guys, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Everybody, we're all alternating. We're all alternating. We're all functioning on different planes right now. Not alternating. Thanks. Maybe alternating. I don't know. We're not I even drunk this roll. time. Or sinks it. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. Well, I'm hey, glad you had you had a good early Christmas. Thanks. Your eyeliner's on point today. <gasps> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I just want to throw that out there. It looks awesome. Anyways. Thank you. I appreciate that. Can, actually, I'm going to tell a story about eyeliner really quick. So your eyeliner is exactly how I would want to do my eyeliner back in my like middle school emo days. I don't and know if I should be offended. No, no, it's a good thing because okay. that's exactly what I wanted, but I could never achieve that because I didn't know how to eyeline my waterline. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Or, or do eyeliner on the on the top, right? TikTok taught me the other night: if you just overline the crap out of your eyes and then wash your face, you'll have perfect eyeliner. And I tried this yesterday, and it worked. <laughs> I got that one too. I love how our feeds are exactly the same. We literally yep. the same videos. Yep. <laughs> God, I love it. I love it for us. God bless the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So that's exciting. And you have exciting stuff happening this week. I do. And I have officially finished school now. I'm waiting for my grades to roll in, but it's done. It's over. I, I have no doubt in my mind that you kicked ass and took all names. 
frankly, I'll just take passing with a good enough score to get reimbursed from work. <laughs> so it's fine. That's fair. So it's fine. I can get on board with that. So that's that's where I should. I would think I would know probably by like mid this week coming up, and then it's officially totally done. And the graduation ceremony is in May, and that's very exciting. So I'm pumped. You're even wearing the hoodie. I'm wearing the hoodie. I'm representing my alma mater, Johns Hopkins. Yeah. I want to make you a college quilt with just all of your college sweatshirts. I know I have so many because I could make an entire one. <laughs> I have to be honest though, there is nothing more comfortable to me than the college sweatshirts. Like I don't know what they put in these things, but they're baggy and they're comfy and they're cute. Like so, fuck it. And I'm a yeah, learned no. bitch, <laughs> so I'm wearing them. <laughs> this is the content you all signed up for. Yeah, and it's now been ten and a half minutes of being intolerable as per usual. So shall we carry on? <laughs> shall we? Um. I have a listener's recommendation this week. What what do you have? Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Mine's a little short, uh, but just interesting. Okay. Um, So do you want me to go or do you want to go? Let's open with like a fun, short, little interesting tidbit. It's not too spooky. It's not spooky at all. It's just like a fun little piece of my opinion history. Oh. History, but so like we all know the story of Alice in Wonderland. We all grew up knowing, you know, her falling down the rabbit hole, that acid trip of a movie that we saw as a kid. It's the 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 entire drug-induced craziness, yes. Yeah, but did you know that it was actually inspired by an actual little girl? No, I didn't. There's an actual Alice. Alice Liddell. Oh, very cool. Tell us about Uh, her. Actually, Alice Pleasance Liddell. I like her middle name. Pleasance? Pleasance. Like, does it end in C E or T S? Like, is it multiple C-E. pleasant? Oh, okay. Inter- oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. That's kind of um, nice. Yeah. Born in 1852, she was the middle daughter of Henry George Liddell, the Dean of Christ Church at Oxford. Same. Alice, along with her sisters of uh, Ed- Ed- Edith and Lorena, uh, first met Lewis Carroll on April 25th, 1856, when she was just four. He became. Um, an amazing friend of the family and okay. he met the family because he was photographer, uh, a photographer for the Christchurch Cathedral. Oh, I didn't know that. Over the next few years, Carol would become a close friend of the Liddell family. Alice and her sisters were frequent models for his photography and he often took the children on outings. Okay. He kind of became the fun uncle, I guess. Funkle. Funkle. On uh, July 4th, 1862, Carol and the Rev. Robinson Duckworth. Just a noteworthy <laughs> name. I'm sorry, I had to put it in there. <laughs> All right, tell us about the, the girls, good Reverend Duckworth. <laughs> took the girls um, boating up the Isis. Later, Alice later recalled as the company took tea on a shaded bank, and she implored Carol to tell them a story. Okay. According to Carol, in a desperate attempt, without the, le- the without the least an idea of what to ha- uh, what to say or how to make anything up, he set his heroine straight down a rabbit hole. Oops! There she went. <laughs> Bye now. Upon Alice's urging, Carol began writing down his tale. So, these this girl inspired him. Of and the actual book is um, Alice, uh, the side of the Looking Glass. No, sorry. 
Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. Um, and he actually published it. And a year later, Alice Liddell became immortalized as the inspiration for the much loved uh, literary character. But unlike the fictional Alice, Alice Liddell grew up. By the time um, she was almost 20 years old and Carol's close friendship with the Liddell family had weakened. His sequel can be seen as a fond farewell to Alice as she enters adulthood, which is through the looking glass that Alice found. So that's the sequel. Um, In 1880, Alice married an amateur cricket player, Ronald Hargraves. She okay. lived in a cultured life of a country lady in Lyndhurst, England. Me too. She had three sons, two of whom were killed in World War One. Oh, fuck. To help pay the taxes after the death of her husband, Alice put the original Under the Ground manuscript for the, up for auction. So that's what it was originally called, Under the Ground. Oh, okay. And then it became Alice Adventures. Um, and that, up for auction in 1928. Alice traveled to the United States in 1932 and received an honorary doctorate from Columbia University in celebration of the centennial anniversary of Carol's birth. She died two years later. Oh, she had a decent life minus her kids. That was very, very unfortunate. That's really sad, but yeah. And actually like she's a pretty adorable, well, this is a child, a picture of her when she was a child in July of 1860, but she's adorable. I love that. That's interesting. But not blonde or anything like that. Just throwing that out there. You know, the typical Alice in Wonderland that we know. Right, right, um, right. But I just thought it was interesting. I know that most, because, you know, this ended up being Disney, and most Disney stories tend to have, like, some truth behind it or an actual person mm. following it. Or they come from horror stories. That we'll too. That yeah. on another day. We'll leave that. But, yep. <laughs> Again, short, sweet, but this is Alice Liddell, inspiration of Alice in Wonderland. That's cool. So, like, all these outings that he took her and her, her sisters on, and her urging him to just tell them a story inspired this whole amazing book. I like that. I'm, admittedly, I'm not a huge fan of Alice in Wonderland. It's just, like, a little too, like, fucking weird for me. But it is pretty cool to, <laughs> to hear that, like... You know, Alice herself was based on this, you know, little cherub. Little, a sweet little girl. Little Alice Liddell. That's very cool. I love what you're doing with your head Alice there. Pleasance. Pleasance. <laughs> Fun stuff. That's I, cool. Yeah, I love that middle name. Good and find. then, you know, we can't forget the uh, good old Rev Duckworth. So. Mm-hmm. Good old Reverend Duckworth. You know, it's... um. Like, you're like, but this isn't anything spooky. But that's the fun thing about oddities. It's all encompassing of everything. So I love this topic. Good find. I find Alice in Wonderland to be a very odd story. Like, it's perfect for It's fucking weird. And so that's where I went down the rabbit hole. And yeah, I used that on purpose. I see what you did there. Wanting to find the inspiration behind it. And I found her. Well done, you. Mine... It doesn't relate to that at all. It's actually Spookala Bookala. I'm I'm oh, straying into the world of spooky. <laughs> this is courtesy of of listener Audrey, who also wrote to us about the um, the Bachelors Grove uh, like oh, cemetery in amazing, I was going to say in New York, but Chicago, Chicago. So today I'm talking to everybody about Resurrection Mary. Cool fucking name, by the way. Love that. Big time. Resurrection Mary 
is basically this, it's like this well-known Chicago area, like ghost story, some considered an urban legend, but it's basically like it's, it falls into kind of the vein of like the vanishing hitchhiker type of deal. It's like a, it's, you know, it's very known in Chicago. And according to the story, the ghost resides in the Resurrection Cemetery in Justice, Illinois. I also love Justice, Illinois, by the way. Yep. Okay. So anyway, justice there. They damn well better be. Otherwise they (laughs) fucked up a few miles. uh, So justice is a few miles Southwest of Chicago. Resurrection Mary is considered to be Chicago's most famous ghost. Ah, so since that, I know I, I, me too. So overarchingly since like the 1930s, roughly somewhere in there, several men driving Northeast along Archer Avenue between the Willowbrook ballroom and resurrection cemetery have reported picking up a young female hitchhiker. This young woman is dressed somewhat formally. She's wearing like a white party dress. So here we go with a lady in white once again. And she is said to have light blonde hair and very blue eyes. And there are other reports that she sometimes wears this thin like shawl and dancing shoes. And she carries a small clutch purse. And possibly that she's very quiet. Like they pick her up and she, she, she doesn't say a whole hell of a lot. And you know what? I could get that. That's cool. So anyway, as a driver with Mary in the car... Uh, nears Resurrection Cemetery, she'll just disappear into it. And according to the Chicago Tribune, quote, full-time ghost hunter, same, goals. <laughs> goals. Richard Dreams. Crow, I know. Richard Crow oh, has... name! I know. Has collected three dozen supposedly substantiated reports of Mary from the 1930s up until basically present day. So let's talk a little bit more about the legend itself, right? So there are a few variations of it, but essentially the story goes... Mary had spent the night, like the evening, she was dancing with her boyfriend at the O. Henry Ballroom. <laughs> By the way, oh, it's not Henry. spelled like O apostrophe Henry. It's like O-H oh. Henry. Like, oh, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it is. Anyway, at some point... Mary and her boyfriend, they get into an argument, right? And Mary, she pieces out. She's like, I'm fucking out of here. Like, fuck you. I don't know what they theoretically were arguing about, but this guy fucked up and I take her side. So she left the ballroom and she starts walking up Archer Avenue. She had not gotten very far when she was struck and hit and killed, all of the above, by a hit and run driver, who then flees the scene, leaving Mary to essentially die, which is, this is awful. Her parents found her and they were like grief stricken at the sight of her dead body And they buried her in Resurrection Cemetery wearing a beautiful white dancing dress and matching dancing shoes. And then the hit and run driver was theoretically never found. Very sad. And I've collected a few reported sightings here. So one of them is from Jerry Paulus, who is a Chicago Southsider. And he reported that in 1939, he met a person whom he came to believe was Resurrection Mary at the Liberty Grove and Hall at 47th and Mozart which is not the O. Henry Willowbrick Ballroom. It's something else. So anyway, they danced. They even kissed. Like, they, you know, they were like hitting it off or whatever. And she asked him to drive her home along Archer Avenue. And she exited the car and disappeared in front of Resurrection Cemetery. So that guy just like had like a full on like moment with a dead chick. Oh my God. I kind of feel for him. Like he probably fell in love with this woman. He's probably like. She just vanished in front of him. And he's like, like, yeah. That would happen to me. Literally ghosted. Like he was probably like, "Wow, this literally. is literally good ass night." Oh and he's like, "Is she the reason for the term ghosted?" 
she's the reason for the teardrops on his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me. Okay. In 1973, Resurrection Mary was said to have shown up at Harlow's nightclub on Cicero Avenue in, um, this was in Chicago's Southwest side. That same year, a cab driver came into Chet's Melody Lounge across the street from Resurrection Cemetery to inquire about a young lady who had left without paying her fare. (laughs) She takes the cab and stiffs him. I love that. (laughs) There were also said to be sightings in 1976, 78, 80, and 89, which involved cars striking or nearly striking Mary outside of Resurrection Cemetery. Like her, her ghost, not literally Mary. It's like Mary... This happened once. Why you why you want to experience this multiple Maybe times? Maybe she's trying to find the killer. Dude, I and if fucking... she can get them to hit her again, she could, can get them. Could you fucking imagine if the ghost of Mary was just out, like, in death, seeking revenge, but also managing to have a good-ass time at these nightclubs with these dudes? Like, I fucking love right. it. I'm... She is a mood, and I appreciate it. I can, I support that narrative. Like, I hope she finds her revenge. The guy's dead by now. I mean, I gotta be honest. This was a long time ago, yeah. but, you know. Any hoozles. So these cars nearly strike, you know, the ghost Mary, and then she disappears by the time the, the motorist exits the car. She also rep- reportedly burned her handprints into the wrought iron fence around the cemetery in August <sighs> 1976, Although officials at the cemetery have stated that a truck had damaged the fence and there's no evidence of a ghost. So we, we don't know about that. That's neither here nor there. I like, I, I like the concept. Yeah. I like I go visit Mary. I just want to add that. I would go, I would go to this and the bachelor's grove and just like hang out, yep. wait for some shit to happen in a January 31st, 1979 article in the suburban tribune columnist, Bill Geist detailed the story of a cab driver, Ralph, who picked up a young woman Quote, a looker, a blonde. She was young enough to be my daughter, 21 tops, near a shopping center on Archer Avenue. Uh, He says, a couple miles up Archer there, she jumped with a start like a horse and said, here, here. I hit the brakes. I I looked here, here. I hit the brakes. I looked around and didn't see, quote, no kind of house. (laughs) I love how this guy speaks. There. And that's when it happened. I looked to my left like this. I guess he, this is from a, this is like an excerpt from like an interview he did at this little shack. And when I turned, she was gone, vanished. And the car door never opened. May the good Lord strike me dead. It never opened. I would shit myself. Like full blown. That's a lot of crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I would shit myself. I know. So Geist described Ralph as, quote, not an idiot or a maniac. (laughs) Same. Agree. <laughs> but rather, no, it's kind of it's a little sad that we had to go like you need confirmation that you're not that. <laughs> quote, not an idiot or a maniac. But rather, in Ralph's own words, quote, a typical fifty-two year old working guy, a veteran, father, little league baseball coach, uh, churchgoer, the whole shot. Geist goes on to say, the simple explanation, Ralph, is that you picked up the Chicago area's preeminent ghost, Resurrection Mary. Um there's another one. There's this guy who's like an old Southsider named Vince. And he uh, <laughs> has been telling his Resurrection Mary story to paranormal investigators like half a century after it happened. So basically, before he went out dancing that evening, Vince put on his favorite suit. It was a double-breasted gray number with a squared-off shoulders. It sounds lit. 
his most colorful tie, red with Hawaiian hula gir- girls in grass skirts. Right on. <laughs> I love that for Vince. He cruised Archer Avenue with the top down on his Chevy Cabriolet. And the night was warm and he slicked back his hair with enough brill cream to keep the wind from, quote, mussing it. I fucking love this, setting the stage. So the O. Henry Ballroom was going to be like bumping, right? It was a Saturday. It was always fucking packed on Saturdays. So Vince had danced to some of the biggest of the big bands there. Harry James, Artie Shaw, Tommy Dorsey. And tonight was just Chet Barsuitas and his Merry Men from the southwest side of Chicago. But even the local people who would go all the time, they knew like all the hot numbers that he would do. Vince was lit. He was wearing his hula girls tie. I would be lit too. So inside the ballroom, Vince spent the first half of the uh, hour downing enough Cuba Libres and smoking enough Lucky Strikes to work up the courage to ask a girl for a dance. (laughs) So (laughs) he he was feeling bold at this point. He spots a pretty blonde girl in a white dress. And he said as casually as he could manage, quote, hey, it ain't right to stand still for Count Bassey. <laughs> Why don't we cut a rug on this one? Why do we not speak like this anymore? Why is all of this? Why did this fall by the wayside? Why did any this of this? Jesus Christ. So the girl smiles and they join this like throng of people jitterbugging on the on the dance floor. And the band played a few more fast numbers And so Vince didn't really get a chance to talk to this chick he was dancing with. And he didn't really mind too much. Sometimes girls would like ask what he did for a living. He was a bookkeeper at the union stockyards. And even though he didn't work anywhere near like the slaughterhouse, that sometimes gave girls like the creeps. There's like a slaughterhouse in the area and they were like, ew. Anyway, the band band segues into a slower song and Vince is finally able to get close to his dancing partner. And he finds out her name is Mary. And she lived, she said, on Damon Avenue in the Brighton Park neighborhood. And that wasn't far from where Vince lived, in the house that he shared with his parents. Uh, But he didn't like telling that to chicks. So as they slow danced, he noticed for the first time that the girl's hands were cold. Her skin was kind of brittle. And Mary seemed to notice that he noticed it. So he made what he hoped was a little, like, joke. And he says, cold hands mean you have a warm heart. Vince! So Mary smiles. Me too. And they dance together for the rest of the evening. And after the final, like, performance, Vince offers Mary a ride home. Uh, It was like a straight shot up the Archer Avenue or whatever. But after they had driven north for a few miles, Mary insisted he pull the car over outside the locked gates of Resurrection Cemetery. Um, Vince was baffled, but he complied. She opened the door, stepped out onto the roadside. She said, I have to go and you can't follow me. And then she walked towards the gates, laid a hand on the iron chain that bound the gates together and vanished. And Vince in his hula girl tie (laughs) couldn't do anything about it. That was it. Is that not the craziest fucking night? I'm a little heartbroken for Vince. I'm not going to lie. I think they had like a vibe. I'm really bummed. But anyway, so some people have tried to identify Mary. Okay. So some reachers say that like they've tried to link her to one of the many thousands of burials in the Resurrection Cemetery. And there's a particular focus of these efforts between, um, let's see, it's been on Mary Brigovi, who died in 1934, although her death came in um, an automobile accident in the downtown Chicago Loop, rather than this area that people are talking about. In 1999, Chicago author Ursula Bielski documented a possible connection to Anna Marija Norcus, who died in 1927 in an auto accident while on her way home from the O. Henry Ballroom, 
which is a theory that has gained popularity in more recent years. And that is all I have on Mary, Resurrection Mary, the whole shebang. This is a whole vibe. I know, it's crazy. Like, I want to meet Mary, but also, like, Mary is the ghoster of all ghosts. I know, and she just, like, hangs out with these dudes, like, has a great fucking... First of all, if she's going into nightclubs now, she's probably fucking despised. Because nightclubs now are fucking nothing compared to all this cool shit. Yeah. But... But... And maybe that's why now she just just decides to, you know, stand in front of cars. That's that's what I would do if I was in her shoes. I'm like, fuck it. I've seen enough. (laughs) This place sucks now. I'm just going to torment people. What the fuck happened to the O. Henry? Yeah. um, But I loved loved researching this one. And I love that they're finally starting to, like, possibly identify who this Mary is. But, like... There, the fact that there are so many stories that people have shared that are like so close on so many levels, it almost makes me believe. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe, totally, maybe. But like, yeah. What I do love that she is so popular that they are trying to identify her. Yeah, but like, this was such a fun ghost story to hear. <laughs> it was so much fun to research. I was like reading it. And I was like, fuck yeah. I was particularly like rooting for Vince. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I loved like the whole situation that was Your going on there. Are cold. Your heart is warm. Men take notes. That's adorable. I, Jesus Christ. I love that. And I love his little hula girls tie. I love how nervous he was. So he was just getting lit at the bar. And then he was like, I'm going to ask this bitch to dance. And then they fucking had a good ass time. And he was, pr- this was another one where he's probably like, I'm going to call her. Like, we're going to go out mm. again. Maybe they'll dance some more, whatever. And then she fucking disappeared. You can't follow bitch. me. How heartbreaking. I know. You know what? And like when I read that, I was like, oh my God, she probably like would have loved to have liked seen him. Vince again. Like she probably liked Vince. I'm bummed. But nonetheless, I I do appreciate Mary, Queen of Ghosting. Oh, 100%. She is the literal queen. Yeah. And like part of me when I was first researching it, I was like, oh, like this is kind of sad. Like she's stuck, like having all of this fun all the time. And then she disappears at the end of the night. But then I'm like, okay. Like, is that so bad? Like, she keeps getting to have, like, a good time. See, she seems like she's having a great time. So, I mean, that's something. And what I find interesting is that multiple people were able to touch her. I know. And I like that he described. She was like, she felt cold, but a little brittle, and then delivered the line of all lines. So, I mean, Vince. Vince. The real MVP. I have a crush on Vince. Vince is probably dead. <laughs> Vince is probably dead now, but I, I have a crush on I him. I know what Corey's dressing up for Halloween as. <laughs> he better get that suit and that tie and slick his hair back because we're going to jitterbug the fucking night away. Why the fuck did cut we stop rug. any of that shit? First of all, cutting a rug and all that, it sounded like a fucking blast. Now it's all like gross. I've been to okay, too many well, nightclubs. Like they're, they're you gross. You said it. Oh my God. We're not going to talk about nightclubs, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to leave that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have said it. I have said it. We were just born in the wrong freaking decade. I think we were, like, like the wrong time. Like, try and tell me that doesn't sound like a good fucking time that night. No, I mean, obviously, totally like, there was a lot of really shady, crappy shit that went on, too. So, like, I mean, you know, the shadiness has always been there. Like, I'm not glamorizing it. But, like, come on. That sounds like a good time. That's a great time. Yeah. So, anyway, that's Resurrection Mary. That's what I've got on her. This was a pleasure to research. I had a blast. And, uh. Well, thank you, Audrey. Yeah, and because I'll, this I'll, was a really great topic to hear. <laughs> I know I loved it, and you know I um like between the two 
uh, like couple of possible identities that they found. I'm kind of leaning towards the second one where her middle name was like Marija, which I'm probably saying wrong. It looked like it was spelled M-A-R-I-J-A. So like it, it's probably pronounced like with some sort of a, like maybe it's, maybe it's Polish, maybe it's, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. I kind of liked that one, that like, uh, especially since she was coming home from like the O. Henry ballroom, like, you know, I was like, oh, this kind of, and she's the, the haunting started in the thirties. She died in 27. So I was like, oh, this like kind of, you know what I mean? Like we lead up into it. It fits the bill. Yeah. I mean, the other one died in 34, but I'm like, I, you know, anyway, yeah. she's, she's my bet in, in either case, it's a sad story, but it's kind of a fun one. And so here we are. Wow. Resurrection Mary, everybody round that of applause. Awesome. Thank you. Snaps for Resurrection Mary. Advance. <laughs> so yeah, yes. that's that's what I've got. Mine wasn't super long either, but I hope everybody enjoyed it. It's like spookalabookala, but also good times. I would be down to go to Chicago and hang around the cemetery. I mean, we could, oh, yeah. like you and I could hang outside the cemetery, like bump some music and just see if she shows up to have a good time with us. Like Music specifically from the right era. Yeah, maybe she needs like a girl's night, okay? Oh. <sighs> I'm down. Like ladies night with resurrection Mary. I'm fucking yes. here for it. I'll drink bloody Marys to like set the vibe. <laughs> First of all, I adore bloody Marys. So it's, and it's basically okay. like alcoholic V8. It's healthy. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Cassie justifying it. Uh, and it. I've never been to Chicago, so we got to do it. <gasps> you never been to Chicago? It's a wonderful city. I have family there. We should go. I adore I've Chicago. I've met some of those family. You have. You met them at the wedding. And uh, Chicago's a good time. There's so much to see and do. It's such a cool city. All right. Like, Let's add I, it to the list. Highly recommend. Let's add it to the list. We'll look for that. And we'll, we might as well go to the Bachelor's Grove Cemetery while we're there, too. So We might as well. We're already in the neighborhood. We're, we're already in the hood. So anyway, everybody, everybody, <laughs> uh, now you know a little bit of fun literary history. And, you know, if you go to Chicago, let us know if you, you have interacted with Resurrection Mary. And until next time. Stay strange. Ha, 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 ha.